Welcome to Kwentong Filipino Canadian Podcast, the podcast that features the daily grind of Filipino immigrants in Canada. And I am your host, MC Guzman, and this is powered by SLE Canada, the place to be for international students and immigrants who want to study, live, and explore their opportunities here in Canada. Hey Mark, welcome back to my channel again and again and again. <laughs> yep, thank you, Ems, uh, for having me again. All right, <laughs> back to back. <laughs> yep, part two. Part two. Okay, so guys, Mark and I, we went to the same school, Nova Scotia Community College, and yeah, I took business administration, accounting. What did you take again, Mark? I took up uh, occupational health and safety in IT campus, which is in, located in Halifax. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, but you know, we met in a um, volunteer program, right? Remember? Uh, right. It was um, the Atla International Student Ambassador Program. Yes. So we're both ISA and you in Kings Tech campus, right? And yeah. I am one in IT campus. So each year we have all we always have this, what you call this, uh the general assembly for ISA. Mm -hmm. And that's how we met together with you know other Filipinos who are part of the international ambassador program. Yes. And if yeah. you're thinking to go to Nova Scotia Community College, you should join that uh program, right? Yeah, it's a good program. I actually that's my pathway to become uh a student assistant in NECC International after. Mm -hmm. So I was volunteering all my time for NECC International students mm -hmm. and eventually they offered me a job to work on campus. So That's good. Mm -hmm. And also Mark, you also did the study stay study stay program, right? Tell me more about that. Yeah, uh it was uh it was facilitated by Edunova, which is the one of the uh Edu educational cooperative here in Nova Scotia. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was, I mean, it's all over Nova Scotia. Yes, so, yeah. Uh, Atlantic, Canada, Atlantic Canada Study and State Program has you know, a program in each provinces in the Atlantic. So there would be Atlantic Study and Stay in New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and what else is the other one? New Brunswick, Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, Scotia PI. I forgot PI. <laughs> So each province will have the study in state program. So I'm part of the Nova Scotia study in state program back in 20, 2019, I think, to 2020. So the program is like uh, they will help you. It's like a, there's no, you know, there's, it's non-credit course. I mean, it's part of you know, signing up and there's a selection process. So you have to apply for, you know, to be part of the program. Uh, you have to answer, you know, a lot of questions. You have to do an essay mm -hmm. on why you should be uh, a good candidate to be part of a program because they will give you all the support that you need for your transition from being a student to become to become a, a professional. professional. Mm -hmm. So that's one, you know, free services that you can, you know, have here in studying here in Atlantic. So mm -hmm. that program is, I was you know, chosen out of, you know, I think 60 students oh, across wow. Nova Scotia. Yeah. So it was, you know, a, it's a, it is not, I mean, how do I, uh, how do I say it? Uh, it's a selection a process. Mentorship. A mentorship a program. Mentorship, right? Yep. 
to be selected, you have to, you know, devote your time to, you know, be involved with international students. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, I was easily being chosen because I was very active with uh, international student programs. Mm -hmm. So that's one tip that, you know, I can give you is to be, you know, to be, to volunteer with your school. Yes. Uh, especially for international students, and get to know the people because they would recommend you if you're, you know, performing well, right? Mm -mm. So the program itself is like a mentoring program. So they would give you, you know, a mentor. Mm -hmm. So I'm one of the few who had two mentors that time. Uh, most of the students will only have one mentor, but I had two mentors. Wow. Yep, because, uh, I don't know, maybe because they they like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's not it's a guarantee. <laughs> I mean, they offered me another mentor if I could work with another, another mentor. So, uh, the mentor would be at least the same uh, the same industry as you're, you know, you're, you are working, right? So if you're working, if you're studying health, in healthcare industry, they will give you a mentor who is, you know, connected with, uh, with the healthcare industry, right? Mentors are selected, are voluntary. I mean, mentors are they voluntarily sign up for the program. So okay. your mentor would be professionals here in Namaskar, mostly Canadians, right? Or yeah. former international students who are already professionals in, here in Nova Scotia or in the province. So I had two mentors that time, but I asked, you know, the study and stay program group uh, to give me a mentor for, uh, what's that one? Mentor, not for health and safety, not for healthcare, but a mentor for, what's that one? Oh, uh, you, you get to choose your mentor. You get to choose. I mean, I asked them, no, I told them that, you know, give me a mentor that would you know, help me uh, do my public relations better or communications better. So I had, I have to ask, you know, uh, a good PR people to mentor me. Mm -hmm. So because, because being, you know, working in OHS, you know, health and safety part, commercial uh, uh, health and safety, it's totally, you know, different. So I took a different one to learn a different skill, like, mm -hmm. so... That's what I did. But what are the activities that you do with your mentor? Okay. Uh, there are activities for the Sunday State program. So one is the mentorship. So you have to meet your mentors at least once a month for mm -hmm. the next six months. And, you know, you have to discuss what are your goals to, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, are, what are your plans to, you know, to after graduation, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And at the same time, they offer services like, you know, uh, building your resume, how mm -hmm. to, uh, what you call this? Uh, like network. That networking is one part of the program. At the same time, they would have these uh, sessions, like webinar sessions about interviews, about finding a job, like, uh, you know, tips on that targeting your specific jobs. Mm -hmm. So it's but, really preparing you to get the full-time position. Uh, yeah. Uh, in targeting full-time, they will not give you jobs, basically, mm -hmm. but helping you to target, you know, those potential jobs that you want to work on, right? Or yeah. you want to apply with. So it's a good program and it's free. So just, you know, just apply it. So. And you can only apply for this, like, once you're about to graduate. Like, if exactly. you're a first-year student, you cannot apply for this uh, studies. The Program. So they say, uh, I think they have the the program for first year students, but it's a limited slots. But mostly they focus for those students who are yeah, graduating. Students. Yep. But one of their criteria is at least uh, you're studying a two year program. 
So at least you know you're you're studying in a two-year program. That's one of the criteria there. So I'm not sure if they change the policy if you know they allowed if that they allow you know those who are graduating working or in one year. But they most they most most of them are you know two-year two-year program. Those two those students. Mm-hmm. But today we're gonna talk about the things or the reason for you not to move to Atlantic. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah. We, we are have we a list, yep. discourage them, but I think it's not, the, uh, you know, this is not to discourage you guys. Exactly. But we're just going to give you the real uh, deal. If you're real talk. We're here to do real talk. Atlantic. But I'm going to put off my cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I for, can you send, send mo nga uli yung ano mo? Okay, so my, oh. Start tayo sa... Tatlo yung akin, ha? Oo. Pero ano tayo, alternate? Oo, oh, sige. Ano pa ang ano? Natin ako, and then ikaw, and then ako. Okay, sige, okay. sige. I'll let you uh, uh, start, Mark. What's the first reason not to move to Atlantic? Or specifically Nova Scotia? Yeah, I mean, here is, you know, uh, Atlantic provinces are usually small provinces, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a higher competition because there's, you know, there's less job opportunities here considering the province is small, right? Compared to big cities, you know, bigger province where you know, there's a lot of jobs, but you might have, you might have, you know, f- uh, problems, you know, not that problems, but challenges finding a right job because there's a lot of competition because mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's jobs here, but there's you know for example for the OHS department for OHS uh, industry they are looking for at least three to five years experience as a OHS person so for me as a fresh graduate there's a demand job for OHS but they need an experienced one so that's one reason and also like for OHS um I believe they only need uh, like one OHS per company. Uh, per company. Like if it's a small company, they don't need five uh, safety yeah. officers. It really depends on the industry. Like, yeah. t- tell me more about the the OHS program that you took. Uh, OHS focuses on uh, work uh, workplace safety, right? So you have to you know prevent. You have to do policies to prevent uh, occupational uh, accidents or uh, accidents in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So you have to implement uh, what you call this uh, um, policies. Yes. You have to do some uh, safety programs. You have to do incident reports. You have to do investigations. So there's a lot of things involved, <laughs> right? So being a OHS, being a safety officer is like, it's not the police that you know, you have to tell everyone what to do or you have to uh, correct them but you know you have to be the one who's you know being what's it called uh making and, sure that they're doing the due diligence right yep and you're do- they're doing uh safe work procedures mm-hmm. especially if you're you know your either industry is for example in manufacturing or industrial in uh, industrial uh industry mm-hmm. so Accidents do happen in the workplace. So you just have to implement, you know, preventing workplace injuries. I think it's a good program too, right? Um, not a lot of international students are uh, exploring this field, mm-hmm. but 
um, if you like doing paperwork, if you like working with people, yeah. if you like like managing people, this is the career for you. But yeah, yeah and you also get like a pretty decent salary as well, right? Exactly for that industry, you know, you got you know a good, a very decent salary mm -hmm. because it takes a lot of you know a lot of work, right? So you don't just you know work for you just don't work like at the office. Sometimes you have to visit the site, right? Yep, you have to do your inspections. Yeah. So it's a totally different kind of you know uh, job, but you know if you like you know doing practicing you know safety, and that's a good you know career for you. I think uh, I have a lot of you know international students who are you know coming from the uh, what you call this uh, coming from from which country which continent Africa ba ano ba yun ano bang Africa hindi de Africa mga Nigeria mga ganyan ano bang Africa ba yun ano bang term ano sila West African oh West Africans pero ano bang Africa ba yun? or oh West African yung nakalagay oh. sa TOR nila. <laughs> Ganun ba okay anyway ulit 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 ulit. <laughs> There's a lot of students who are applying international students who are applying coming from uh, Africa which is from uh, West Africa. I have a I have a classmate who is coming from uh, Ghana and Nigeria because you know they want to you know have a safety policy or safe being safety working in those uh, countries right mm. so it's in demand job for those you know those countries at the same time in the philippines we don't have uh, a formal education about ohs right no so yes it's like a certification uh, i i was an ohs nurse by taking 40 hours uh basic occupation yep short courses basic, basic occupational course. health and safety crash course right there's a master in up manila i think but it's not a totally, you know, step-by-step uh, -step or very detailed, you know, curriculum. So, mm -hmm. so it's another thing that you, you can explore or you can try, right? If you want to, you know, do safety, safety jobs. And this career is actually the, uh, regulated here in Canada. You have to take like series of um, examinations. Yep. Like uh, yeah. Can yep. you explain about that? Uh, there's there's three uh, what you call this levels for that one. Number yeah. one is is the you know uh, diploma certificate holder. So you're the diploma graduate. The other one is you have to take this uh, CRST, which is the technician, mm -hmm. uh, Canadian registered safety technician, which is mm -hmm. you have to take it if you took a two year program and if the board approves your curriculum, yeah, you can take that one. Another one is the CRSP, which is a professional. It takes, you know, oh. it takes a lot of experience to become a professional. So I think it's going to be, I think, five years working in a safety field. And you have to take the exam. The exam is difficult, but I think the last time I heard it was take home, but still difficult. So <laughs> yeah. it's totally, you know, rewarding. if it's a take home exam. Yep. <laughs> but it is, you know, if you're a CRSP, a professional, you know, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of money for that one. Yeah. So, so but again, it's if you're aiming for a high-paying job, like yeah. this field mm -hmm. is like one of the high-paying um, jobs that you can get here in Canada. Yeah, because safety is you know something that you know people mostly Canadians are gearing towards safety. The regulations in you know uh, occupational health and policies and regulations in the, each provinces. 
Mm-hmm. They need a safety person in each in each industry, mm-hmm. so either in each company. So it's part of the regulations here in Canada. So it's a it's a good it's a good career. Mm-mm. Yep. Okay, let's move on to this. Uh, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> so my second reason not to move to uh, Atlantic or Nova Scotia for me, if you're a city person and you, if yeah. you don't like living in a rural rural area, mm-hmm. like in um like in the place where I I uh, lived before in Kento, mm-hmm. Nova Scotia, you you only have like a small pub. You know, it's not like a like a huge one, like you mm-hmm. can't party or anything. Like you have to go to the the city, which is Halifax, and mm-hmm. also like the mall in Kentville is just pretty small. Mm-hmm. Like you can you cannot be lost or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can find your way out of the mall. Mm-hmm. Not a, like in Halifax, they have a pretty decent, um, I think, uh, shopping malls, right? Yeah, we have shopping malls, but it's you know it's limited to three. You know, uh, where where I came from in the <laughs> Philippines in Manila. The mall, what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, in the Philippines, in Quezon City, you have a lot of malls there. Probably eight malls in one city, but here you just have a, you have only have three options, right? Plus Costco and Walmart, right? So in IKEA. Yes, so, IKEA. Yep. So, but, but I think like if you're going to compare other provinces in Atlantic, like uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PI, and Newfoundland, Labrador, yeah. Halifax is the center, right? Yeah, you, you know, uh, we have you know at least the big companies are you know moving here in Halifax. Mm-hmm. So Halifax is you know a developing city, so it will take you know a lot of you know probably two, three to five years to you know to be you know to be like. Toronto probably or something like Vancouver, but it's a fast-growing you know city here yeah. in Atlantic. So yeah. if, you, if you like the you know bigger cities, you cannot find that one here in you know yeah, here so, in the Atlantic. So, so yeah, that's our number two reason. How mm-hmm. about your number three reason not to move to Atlantic? My number three would be because I'm a healthcare professional. Uh, healthcare professional, no? yeah. uh, if you don't have the patient to wait for medical services, like finding a physician or long wait uh, for laboratories, I think you know Atlantic Canada is not for you uh, because that's that's my problem, right? Mm-hmm. I still don't have a, a family physician. I'm still looking for a family physician. Compare that to one if you know if you move to BC or if you move to Toronto, you can have you know family physician right away, and there's a pathway for I mean, for the Atlantic, they have a specific pathway for physician. So technically, there's you know a demand for physician here. Doctors. They really need doctors here, and we have med- we have medical facilities here, but it's not enough. So you have to wait for the schedule for a month to have an MRI, except for emergencies, right? You can get those you can get those services if you you're having an emergency, but if it's a walk in, you have to wait for months to book an MRI for example for an x-ray probably a week mm-hmm. so it's not the same as you know big cities with you know bigger you know modern facilities there right like I remember I have a friend mm-hmm. and uh, her sister got diagnosed mm-hmm. with cancer mm-hmm. and before she found that out like her mom had to drop 
her um i think the appointment for mm-hmm. the doctor mm-hmm. so that the doctor could see um her sister you mm-hmm. know imagine you have to give up your appointment just to accommodate another patient that's mm-hmm. how they're fully booked here uh, i'm not here in nova scotia that's mm-hmm. how it's really um it's actually uh, an issue it's a problem in in atlantic and also like even i i remember when i went to the one of the hospitals in 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 kento i had to wait for five hours they're not Mm going to accommodate you until they see that you're dying exactly what i mean that's like Mm -hmm. like they're going to accommodate like uh they have to do the triage (laughs) exactly yep (laughs) <laughs> but for me the fourth reason not to move to uh Nova Scotia or Atlantic um is if you're really picky when it comes to choosing your your career or your mm-hmm. job uh uh in no uh, in Nova Scotia specifically there are certain industries that are in demand not a lot of jobs uh, you, 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 let's say if you're looking for like give me an example of a job that um it's kind of hard to find like is your career pretty much like difficult to to get in if I'm trying to look for a job, right, you know, for health and safety related uh, jobs, I would see that one out west, right? But here in Nova Scotia, there's a limited, limited jobs for that one. And sometimes they would look for those with three to five years experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us, you know, for our fresh graduate, you cannot just gain that one, right? So we just have to. Unless they hire you. Unless Come they on. hire me, right? the experience right <laughs> yep so they mostly you know some there's specific uh industries that you know they need a lot of uh workers mm-hmm. but not all i mean not all not, mm-hmm. not all jobs right for example if you want to look at healthcare industry then probably you will <laughs> find uh, jobs like uh, work as a personal support worker or work as a nurse or work as um, let's say uh, physiotherapy something like 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 that like in healthcare sector or social services right yeah but again um, some career would be limited in Atlantic so when if you're moving to Atlantic you have to do your research first do the job job market research that's what I do with my students actually that before you pick the program we have to double check if you're gonna get a job in that uh, province again your main goal is to get a job right away right mm-hmm. yeah so you have to do exactly and you know here in the Atlantic is uh, there's aging population here, so the demand for healthcare workers are still, you know, still in demand. Mm-mm. And there's some industry here that, you know, fishing industry, uh, manufacturing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of industry here, but you have to identify before you move, right? So, mm-hmm. which industry do you, you know, just have an opportunity to the province that you are going to? So, mm-hmm. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how about you? What's your fifth reason not to move to Atlantic? Another uh, one is if you don't want to pay uh, higher taxes. Higher taxes means that <laughs> taxes here is fifteen percent. So imagine you're talking yeah. about GSD, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you're paying, uh, for example, hundred dollar worth of item, you have to pay plus taxes would be hundred fifteen, right? Compare that one to other other province. I think in Ontario is thirteen percent. Yes. Here. But, you know, 
12% in Virginia, 5% in Alberta. I'm not yep. sure in um, Saskatchewan and Manitoba, but pretty much in Atlantic, I think yeah. New Brunswick has 15% too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we have one of the highest taxes here, but I mean, for me... Not, uh, I, like when I was living there, mm -hmm. I don't even notice it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i think the cost of living especially the rents here are you know cheaper no, why right? i think the prices of food would be the same across canada but, yeah you know the cost of living in terms of you know, your rent probably the electricity or the water services that you're paying is a lot of cheaper here in at the here in the atlantic so that's another thing you can you know you can consider mm-hmm Mm -hmm. I have a question for you, Mark. I mean, is there any like questions that you wanted to ask our viewer, like for the student? Like, is there any like one question that you wanted to ask them? What what it would be? Impromptu, no? Kasi papa-comment down below ko sila. Ganun yun. Uh, Bigyan mo ako ng... Parang yung sinabi ko kanina? Give, hindi. Yun na rin eh. Parang yun na rin yun eh. Okay. Ako na lang. Ako na lang magtatanong. Oh, sige, sige. <laughs> okay, guys. So, for all the reasons that we just discussed not to move to Canada. Or not to move to Canada. <laughs> Okay, for all the reasons that we have talked about, like not to move to Atlantic, are you still willing to, you know, sacrifice those things? Comment down below yeah. and we're be going to answer your question if you have one. Thank you yeah. again, Mark, for visiting my channel again. And Thank I'm hoping that because we're going to have the live stream in our group Pinoy Canada Student Visa. So we're planning to do some live stream there uh, probably every week. We're not sure with the mm -hmm. date and time mm -hmm. yet, but it's gonna be Tagalog since we're all Filipino in that group. <laughs> and it will be fun because we're gonna talk about life and everything, right? Yeah. So, so you have to, you know, wait for that one. So it's a good yeah. good program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show and please do follow us on Quento Filipino Canadian Podcast and I'll be uploading this every week, every Saturday and please don't forget to like us and follow us on Pinoy Canada Student Visa and I also have YouTube channel Study Live Explore Canada if you want to learn more about international education in Canada. Thank you again. I'll see you in the next episode. Paalam!